Welcome to Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk Radio in Las Vegas, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Okay, I forgot. I got everybody in the studio. I got Rocky, Justin, and Jason in the studio. We're going to have a blast today, Renegade Nation. Hey, don't forget, Sky Pilot Radio, the classic hits from the 60s through the 80s. A little bit of ACDC. Good, boys, do it. Sounds like Maxine. Maxine! <laughs> you don't know who I'm talking about? I got a bunch of guys in here. No, you know you know what, guy? You bring in, uh, it's Jew Cush's in studio, and he brings in these three dudes, which are good-looking guys, but there's no pussy. And I don't understand why you didn't bring any pussy in here. What the fuck is wrong with you? Uh, I'm going to talk to you after we get off the air. For the record, I have been called a pussy. <laughs> uh, say what? What? I said, for the record, I have been called a pussy. Oh, yeah, I've been called a pussy, too. Man. We're going the highway to hell in this stupid country. Anyway, we're going to have a good time today. we got these three gentlemen in studio going to be talking. What? Wait, two? What are you, my director now? What the fuck? You sit over there, you fat fuck. Shut up. Anyway, I'm going to the south side. So we got, uh, we got Rocky. Rocky's in studio. He's a friend of the Jukushes. And so, Rocky, uh, introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are and what you do for a living. And then we will bring in uh, Jason, because I know Jason wants to talk about this money thing and what's going on. So, okay. go, go ahead. So put your, you have to put your mouth to the mic like a blowjob. Okay. There you go. All right. And this, this mic's too small, then. <laughs> <laughs> so my name is Rocky Banson. I'm the vice president of a company here in Las Vegas called uh, Commissions to Go or C2Go Card. And uh, the reason why uh, uh, we're... we're uh, here in town is because uh, we're basically uh, solving a major cash problem that's happening not only in this city but in, in 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 the United States altogether. You know, cash is disappearing at a rapid pace, and we're creating a product that's going to be able to make these businesses function that normally rely heavily on cash handling. And so, in other words, for- instead of stealing money, if I give you somebody cash, it could be stolen. So you're gonna you have a setup where correct uh, the cash can't be stolen. Then it's directed back to the company. So what we did that was unique to to you know, a product like ours. Well, we have, we have a reloadable debit card product, um, which you can kind of see in uh, NetSpend or Green Dot or Bluebird. These cards are available now. Mm-hmm. But what we've done is we actually created a way to uh, identify the recipient of that money. So making it a reloadable card where you can continue to pay somebody because we verified their identity, protecting the business that's paying them. That's a cool idea. And then protecting the person receiving it so that so the business can't shake down the person saying, hey, I paid this guy $5 million. Mm-hmm. And he says, absolutely not. You know, I, 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 got, I got a pot to piss in. You know, what do you mean $5 million? He can't protect himself. So it's, so this is going out to consumers around the country. Um, it's a B2B product. It's, B2, a, B2B oh, it's product. a B2B product. So okay. businesses will issue them to their to their independent contractors or their staff. You know, we can't obligate them for payroll. But, um, but as far as being able to collect commissions or independent contractor disbursements, our product is specifically for that solution right there. That's a good idea. I thought so. Yeah, you thought yeah. so. So are you the one that came up with this brilliant idea? Yeah, yeah, I came up with it with my business partner. Um, we uh, we were in the in the gentleman's club industry, um, uh, which is kind of where this whole uh, commission driven. Well, that's uh, all, that's a big mess anyway, isn't it? It's a big mess. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know, it's it's a uh, it's an old. So in other words, I could, go, I could go into a titty bar with this card, and I I could actually uh, charge it. You could use it. You could charge it. I mean, it's no different than a debit card. Right. But the real value of the card is uh, if you're actually working in getting, let's say, for example, customers to that venue, or you're a taxi, uh, Uber, Lyft driver, you're a bellman, doorman, concierge, anybody who's referring business to one venue who's expecting some sort of compensation for their endorsement. That's where our product provides the payment. So, now, so now, Jason, now, Jason, now, how do you feel yeah, about that? I'd like to uh, hop in here. Go ahead. Uh, most folks out there, they don't understand how the strip club industry works here in Las Vegas. And basically, you'll have cabs pick, uh, pick it up at a individual casino hotels, 
and uh, they'll let's say the passengers say, "I'd like to go to the Hustler Club or Sapphires or any one or one of uh, almost a dozen strip clubs here in town," and a big, huge smile is going to go across that driver's face. <laughs> Why? Because today they pay fifty. They pay fifty to one hundred and twenty dollars per head for a male, and up to fifty dollars per head for a female. Now, when you do the math, if you've got a five-passenger cab and you've got five drunken, horny dudes in there, you just made $500, $600, depending on whether or not that wow. club's paying 100 to 120 And these various clubs have, uh, they have bidding wars, I guess you'd call them, you know, who, and it's a competition to see who could outpay the other clubs. Okay, can this be used for prostitutes? Can this be used for prostitutes? Yeah. Oh, you mean payments? Yeah, payments. <laughs> Uh, I, I suppose if you could slide that card up there, yeah, that's exactly right. It's a, there, there was a slip I think there. prostitutes take all kinds of payments. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't, deposits, withdrawals, you name it. They'll take, <laughs> very good. They'll, they'll take your direct, watch if direct, you're not paying attention. Direct deposit. Yeah, I don't. I don't think a prostitute will have a hard time taking payment with our card or any of anyone else's card. To be I was for just that kidding. Matter. I thought it'd be funny. Yeah. Well, okay. she gets the money after she has a hard time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So when it comes to the strip clubs, right? To, to make sure that so it's very it's good for the club and it's good for the recipient the client, uh, for Cor the recipient Correct. both ways. This way, the, my debit card is not going to get ripped off because uh, I wouldn't trust them in a strip bar with my debit card. So this card would I would reload the card and I know how much money's on there and that's it. If you're using it as a customer, like I said, the the, right. the real the real point of the card is being able to protect. The, the people who are sending them business. For example, okay. if the, 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 old, the old way would be you would come in into the venue, you would sign up, you would, you would fill out a W-9 form. Mm -hmm. But the club would, or the whatever venue, um, show, attraction, doesn't matter, would just hope that you were honest on the paperwork you're filling out and they have no way to verify it. Yeah, right. So what happens now is that the IRS institutes a fine every time that you actually said, okay, I paid these 50 people X amount of dollars, but out of those 50, let's just say half of them lied on their, on their information. Well, now the business gets fined $250 per failed attempt to actually identify the recipient of that money. This is a great idea that you came up with. Oh, I think so, right? Wow, so, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, I, you know, I'm definitely uh, trying to educate and articulate that I'm not, I'm, you know, I've came from a cash business my whole life. It's kind of a bittersweet thing to kind of see the money disappear. But, you know, with that being said, instead of crying, you know, just crying, sitting on my chair and crying, I created a solution that allows businesses and, and people that are sending a business to these venues a solution. That's a great, you know? you're a great yeah. entrepreneur, a great idea, something, well, something that makes it a lot easier for both parties. We hope, we hope, you know, we, we hope and we have a lot of different venues. We, you know, we're definitely not just a gentleman's club product. You know, we have attractions. We have, we're getting into the cannabis space now because cannabis space. Oh, yeah, the cannabis would be major, huge, major, major cash handling league, problems. So, you know, there's a lot of costs that come into handling money. Mm -hmm. You know, these these uh, different venues that are having money on site. Just just on Mother's Day, uh, one of the venues got hit. Two gunmen walked in and held up the whole place, took the, took the, all the money from the safe from Friday and Saturday, knowing that the banks aren't open on Sunday, which is a major, a major score e easily. I'm assuming at least half a million dollars. So you have a cash. sales force now in Vegas or are they all over the country? Or we have we have partnerships um, with different venues that have uh, cl uh, clubs or other businesses in different states and we, we disseminate uh, through through those verticals. So wherever somebody is actually growing their business or they have multiple uh, venues in San Diego or or in the East Coast, we, we kind of grow it organically, grow that, that, organically way. Correct. that way. So Jason, would you buy that? Would you buy into this? Uh, yes, I actually have bought into this uh, <laughs> with, with my partner, uh, Moshi and I. Um, what we experienced, though, was uh, some of the unintended consequences of, of being more professional, have a more streamlined, efficient way of being uh, paid out by, the by let's say, uh, we'll use uh, arbitrarily hustler, for instance. <laughs> uh, here's the problem we encountered. 
absolute hostility from some of the people that run the payouts. And here's why. Believe it or not, here in Las Vegas, people can be corrupted by cash. Exactly. We have seen that. Yeah, it's been corrupted ever since it started. So you're, you're, you're trying to clean up this corruption that's going on and making it easier for people to do business and not be uh, screwed, not get screwed. Well, that's it. that's what Rocky's. Uh, yeah. That's my dilemma. That's the cross that I have to bear yes. because ultimately, if the owners want to not have the tax liability, you know, right. the management and the staff and the payout girls, they could give a shit about. It's the it's the owner who yeah they don't right. give a shit. About so they're that. having monthly meetings as to why why isn't the program why aren't we using the program full speed ahead? Why are we what are we still dealing, dealing with cash? Well, right. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, why we're doing this. This is what I've experienced. I'm a little bit smarter than I look. At least I've been told that. Uh, when she, if we were using exclusively C2Go at Hustler, what that would mean is that nobody would be able to steal from the owner. And here's how it would work. Let's say four, four gentlemen show up without a cab or a limousine. What the, what the door people will do is ride up a slip as if they came out of cab 775 from Whittlesey. There is no fucking cab 775. Okay. <laughs> All right. But that $100 ahead has now been paid out sleight of hand at the end of the shift or whenever. I would imagine off property is when they decide to uh, divvy up the monies since uh, most places, Hustler as well, the security camera is very effective. They can read the face on a dime in your hand. So it's a really good idea to stop all the thievery that's going on and it's, all the hustling and thievery. That, in, in, it, in theory, in theory, you know, there's an honor amongst thieves uh, concept that's happening, you know, and they, they smile at me and they wave at me. And it's kind of a bittersweet thing, like I mentioned, because I, a lot of these people I actually know personally. You know, I've I've been in this town for quite some time. You know, I went to middle school out here. I went to God, high I school so, out here. I, I feel so sorry for you. Yeah, well, Jesus you know, Christ, it's... You. It's about, this town really is about who you know, and uh, you know, I do know a lot of the people that, that do operate these businesses, and it's a, it's a weird conversation, you know, because it's, it's one of those things where they're telling you, oh, we have a full intention to do this, and we expect to do this, and we're hoping to do this, and in reality, you know, I, I've heard, you know, I send, I send my own guys in there every once in a while to shop them, and to hear what the, you know, what the conversation sounds like, and it's very easy to poo-poo something, you of know, course, oh, yeah. the system's down, it's, you know, or, or, oh, yeah, uh, you know, we can't pull up your name in the system, or any, any little, um, you know, pushback will cause somebody to get discouraged and say, you know what, just give me the cash, or they'll say, hey, listen, today I'm not supposed to pay you cash, but I'll make an exception, and then they play that, that game, and it's something that, um, Unfortunately, you know, I didn't really factor the magnitude of, of that. And it's, I've had to just kind of power through it, uh, continue to solicit um, the drivers. Thank God I actually had a windfall occur. When we first launched the product, uh, Uber and Lyft had not arrived at the town. Okay. And, um, you know, we originally had just targeted, identified the taxi limo, Uber, I mean, taxi limo, bellman, doorman, concierge, anybody who's actually sending business to these, these venues. Um, and when they came to town, they completely skyrocketed by market share by almost uh, triple. Wow. You know, there's over 40,000 Uber drivers registered alone, and they keep replenishing. Now, granted, there's a lot of falling out, but between Uber and Lyft, I mean, there's there's hundreds of thousands of drivers um, that potentially are cashless guys. Are cashless guys, yeah. So, right. you know, the whole pushback, for, for years, the whole argument was, we don't want to use anything but cash because the drivers will divert to a place that is using cash and holding out. And in, in theory, you know, that, that, that was a valid argument. So, but there was, ways to, there was ways to, if you really wanted to solve that problem, you could combat that very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, one would be, hey, we'll pay you on the card uh, $50 or cash $40. Very simple, you know, yeah. nothing, nothing really to talk about at that point. And, uh, then, and never mind if you have 10, 15, 20 people. I'd like to add that uh, it wasn't until about 09 
that we were required to uh, actually have fill out a form, fill out a tax form for the payouts. Correct. I mean, from 01 to 09, I, as a limo driver in this town. Wide open. They're was, going crazy. I was filling all these forms out with the IRS. I, honestly, I, I didn't believe it was going to happen. I remember I remember when the IRS came in and they gave the the, the, the venues the, the loan. Our down. great government coming in to take steal money. and. Well, what was happening is there was there was a wave of guys. You know, Some of the nightclubs were, were got pinched for tax evasion. You know, the guys at the pure nightclub you know, here in town were. Well, it's always been a cash basis. I mean, there's so much money flowing through there. Of course, the IRS is going to get involved Ca- in some Cash basis. The room was the doorman at Pure, uh, at Pure was making two hundred twenty five thousand a year plus cash unreported? Wow! In addition to his fucking paychecks. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and the problem is, maybe, you know, maybe cla- I should do that. They're cla- they're claiming they're claiming <laughs> that they're making you know forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, on a paycheck and when they're have, actually making two. And you have 000. a canary canary yellow for a Lamborghini. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How do you, you know, do that? Yeah. Slight slight miscalculation. I don't know who their accountant is, but. He's not accounting for it. Wow. Yeah. So All anyway, right. yeah, that's that's kind of uh, that's kind of what it is. That's kind of what it is. So how do we find you? How does the listeners find you? So if uh, listeners want to go to uh, C two Go Card, it's www.c2gocard.com. The letter C, the number two G O Card. Dot com. Does anybody even say www anymore? I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, they don't say www. Anyway, so we'll put that link on there. And, That'd be great. Uh, let people know where. Sure. They can if they find have questions or they have a business that is having cash handling problems, ideally that would be my my ideal person to communicate with. You know. Any... Well, if you can send me some information like uh, ca- you know capsule it, and then I can put it on there and That'd say, hey, if you're looking for this, and then get in touch with you. That'd be great. I'd appreciate that. Okay. And Jason, anything else to say about this? Do you, do you have a website? Uh, at the moment, no. No. Okay. But Jason, Jason touched upon a few interesting things earlier about, about about the government and the cash cash disappearing in general. Oh yeah. Which is why all these people are going crazy over this, uh, you know, alternative alternative payments. You well, know, they, they Bitcoin. Got, they they got to do something with the alternative payments. I I uh, worked at Telecredit back in the '80s, and they were actually talking about debit cards that came out in the '90s, and we were already doing it in the '80s. Sure. And we were actually selling those machines where you slide the, sure. the card through. Sure. We were actually selling the machines to the merchants. Wow. Because the bank wanted more control of the money and wanted to know where the money was going. Right. Okay. We couldn't sell prostitution, no casinos, Correct. none of that shit. Correct. But all of a sudden, it just... Blo- but that's that's the banksters. That's what they do. They're yeah, always trying to be, get the money somehow. Be careful what you wish for. I mean, with all the, all the different uh, identity fraud and... Oh, it's, 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 it's out and, of and the cyber war taking place between uh, our, our country and every other country, it seems. Uh, your, your credits, your units, your debits, whatever you want to fucking call the, the monetary system that we're going to end up with can be wiped out by anybody at any time for any fucking reason. Well, one question: and, what, what about Bitcoin? You, do you feel, how do you feel about that uh, Bitcoin coming in? Because I remember in two thousand, the uh, mid two thousands, they were talking about Bitcoin and Bitcoin correct. was going to be a big deal. But correct. right now, it's not. It's a lot of scamming going on. Bitcoin. Well, you know, it's funny. There was actually a gentleman's club uh, here in town that tried to become like the first. Oh Bitcoin yeah, yeah, I saw friendly. that. On it, was, the news, it, was, yeah. it was a great marketing uh, approach, and you know, um, it was my opinion that a lot of these guys that were using Bitcoin they didn't want to, you know, sensationalize it by by using it at the, at these venues, but. You know, um, the education curve is still there's still a lot of a lot of questions. I'm looking at 20 years before yeah. that even becomes a reality. There's going to be a lot of regulation. There's going to be a lot of of course of there's regulations. It's the U.S. government and taxes and 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 the administration. And the concept people, itself the and banksters. the technology. The technology is genius. I mean, the the blockchain technology is is oh it is know, genius. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's just a matter of the changeover and the tipping point when that's right. going to happen, which is probably you're looking at least 10, 15, and possibly 20 sure. years before that that tipping point. Anyway, Renegade Nation, we had Rocky and Jason. In we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to a hip, hypnotist. You're going to hypnotize me, bro. Mesmerize. You're going to mesmerize me. 
paralyze, sterilize, you, you paralyze, socialize, socialize and <laughs> circumvent you. So okay. all those things. All I right. want to see him act like a chicken. <laughs> you want to see me act like a chicken? Oh, chicken. Right, chicken. Renegade Chicken coming at you. Okay, Renegade Talk Radio, Renegade Nation. Uh, we'll be right back. Hang in there.